welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey. And joining me today, tonight, uh, I've got a clothing and fashion designer uh, who uh, runs a brand uh, called Natural E. And uh, she uh, has designed it to um, emphasize and promote self-love and affirmation. I'm excited to talk to her a little bit about our passions, our shame, why she does what she does. Thank you very much for joining me, Imani. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited about this opportunity and just to hear more about your platform and just talk about the dope stuff that I've been able to do in the community. Dude, hell yeah. What, love, uh, love people doing dope stuff, you know? Especially these days, you know, when like some people struggle to find motivation to create right now, but which is understandable. But uh, Imani, how's your day today? How are you? It's been a, it, interesting that I ended up doing this podcast on such an intense day. It's been a busy day, um, a very emotional day. And uh, my brand is really reflective of my own personal journey. And so I'm always very open about like, my experiences and I'm trying to be more mindful about when people ask me like how's your day or how are you doing saying exactly how I'm feeling or how I'm doing and so today I will admit has been a very very challenging day but um, at the same time I'm very optimistic and excited about like just the growth that comes from these difficult days yeah I hear that like um, well, I'm glad you could be here tonight I really do appreciate you making time um, and it's funny you say that because I was actually I've been thinking about that a lot lately too like when people ask like how are you mm -hmm. and I've learned to be like really really honest and not just give you know some like uh candy coated answer like if I'm having a shit day I'm going to tell them I had a shit day you know what I mean but we talk about a Mr. Nice Guy we talk love and fear passion and creativity and um I have been familiar with your brand for some time now. Um, you know, I just kind of, as I like started doing the show more and interviewing different people, I learned about different brands and different creatives. And I uh, was familiar with Naturally. And uh, um, I think we know like a lot of the same people and whatnot. But um, I actually bought uh, a Naturally Handsome shirt uh, last summer. Um, once I got my unemployment, I wanted to, you know, support and, and just like start picking up a lot more local merch. And, uh, I was very excited about the shirt. I actually just wore it recently. I, 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 I really like sort of the, the mission you've kind of, uh, conveyed with, with your brand because I've struggled a lot with my self-image too, and uh, like embracing it. Um, which we'll definitely talk about um, in a bit. But first, um, a little bit, you know, uh, more about you, taking it back a little bit. So are you um, born and raised in Milwaukee? Born and raised in Milwaukee. I've been here my whole life, except for my senior year of high school. I did graduate from a different, um, a different state. But other than that, I've always been in Milwaukee. I absolutely love it here. Oh, good. So uh, what part of the city you grew up in? Literally every part of town you can think of, I have resided in. Like, I've been very transient, and that's a huge part of my my story. Um, I've lived on the north side 
lived on, I guess you could consider the east side. Um, I even lived on the south side, went to Alberno College, lived on campus there. Um, literally, I, well, I've lived all over Milwaukee. And that's the, the, the dope part about it, like just being able to see the difference, like the huge difference between the, the different sides of towns. And the dope part as far as just like experiencing different cultures, but Un the unfortunate part of the segregation in Milwaukee is also like a, a reality check. And um, I, I think also me being able to experience so many different sides of the city gave me the, the kind of push to do the work that I do in the community. Yeah, absolutely. I, um, yeah, I, I wholeheartedly agree. And um, that's wonderful that, you know, you get so many different uh, exposures to the different dimensions of Milwaukee. So, uh, I guess uh, you can take it away if you'd like to just talk a little bit about like um, how you got started with um, getting into designing clothes and whatnot. Uh, yeah, go ahead. For sure. Um, so with naturally, it, it started off as naturally beautiful and it just shifted to just naturally recently within um, the last few months. Uh, it, my whole intention on starting this brand was just a response to my own individual insecurities and challenges in high school. Um, was at a point where I had like cut off my hair and just was really trying to like redefine myself figure out who I was and uh, there was a lot of bullying and a, a lot of challenges that I had and I didn't really know what to do with those feelings so I began writing a blog um, and then uh, following that I had started uh, creating my t-shirts and at the time graphic tees were a big deal like they were a big thing you know all the malls were carrying graphic tees and they still do now but like they were just like the thing um, when I was in high school and so I didn't know any people I didn't know anybody like my age that was you know creating and selling graphic tees and so I thought that that would be different and that would be my niche um, and I thought what made me unique was the fact that one it was like focusing on my, my journey and my insecurities and just encouraging myself. And in turn, that also uh, just encouraged and supported those who were maybe experiencing similar challenges as me around their, around their confidence. Um, and so I had gotten a ton of support uh, people were investing into my brand by purchasing t-shirts and, you know, just sharing my, my posts, whatever they could do to, to invest in my brand. And years down the line, I continued to have like a lot of support from the community um, a few years ago, I was able to open up a store in the Brownsville neighborhood, and that was like amazing. Um, and I was able to really see the, the potential of my brand. Um, and I was able to be in Mayfair Mall and do some really, really, really dope things um, with my brand. And I think for me is helping people to understand that my brand is much, much more than just clothing. Like it's so much deeper than that. Like even when I asked you in the beginning, like you were saying, um, you wore your shirt um, a, a couple of days ago. And I was just saying, I hope that you were able to connect to the message by wearing that shirt. And so my, my brand this year, people are gonna be able to see some new additions such as, you know, coaching and, uh, workshop offerings and different things like that to support people further than just, you know, giving them a t-shirt to wear to feel good about themselves, but like really get into the root of those insecurities and those feelings. Um, and all of that is me, you know, expressing myself and the challenges that I still have to this day around, you know, insecurities and building my own confidence and just having people join me in that conversation. And sometimes just that conversation really helps take people to, you know, a new level of understanding about like, okay, 
I acknowledge these insecurities. I know where I want to be as far as my confidence. Here are the steps that I can take. And sometimes you just need somebody to, to help you along that journey. And that's, that's the point of this brand. That's the focus. That's where it came from. Beautiful. I love that. Thank you for sharing. Oh, thank you. Um, were you like, uh, were you an artist growing up? So I was, I loved art growing up, like even to the point my mom gave me a little small closet in the, in the attic uh, where I had like my sketchbooks and my, you know, art kits and like all these little crafts. Like I was also a pack rat, what my mom used to call it, where I literally held on to every piece of anything that I had so I can create something with it. And mm -hmm. I had, I, I definitely lost sight of that, you know, during high school, things just got a lot more hectic and um, I just like started to take life a lot more seriously just um I would I hated school I absolutely hated school because it didn't allow me to be as creative as I wanted to be so I lost sight of my creativity and um when I started my brand towards the end of high school and during my college career um I was able to really like revisit that and um, before when I first started my brand um I just you know outsourced to a, a company to print my shirts and then I, I started to learn how to print and I was printing shirts in my dorm room, like, you know, um, learning how to, how to print and everything like that. And it would get frustrating because I would like mess up and I'm also a per perfectionist. So I would just get really frustrated. Like, oh man, like I just messed up a shirt, you know, I gotta start all over. It's not like writing, you know, drawing in a sketchbook or you can erase it. Like you, once you mess up a shirt, you mess up a shirt. So it's been a journey. Like to this day, I don't um, necessarily print on my own anymore. Like, uh, because it just gets challenging with, you know, it, 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 it is helpful to cut out the middleman and just do the printing on your own, but also like the time that it takes is very time consuming. So um, being able to print my, my own shirts was a, a really dope way to just tap into my creativity. But now I'm focusing more on the designs and, you know, expressing myself, expressing myself and ideas on the clothing that I create. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um... So, um, so then that being said, uh, so how long has it been now since you've been, uh, with the brand and, you know, doing the whole thing? For sure. It's been about six years. I've been in business for six years. I started around 2014. Um, as far as like re really bringing my ideas together, that's when I started the blog. Um, and so even when I say that six years or, um, I just kind of go back on the, the years and the timeline, I'm just like, wow, like I, I didn't realize how much time I have invested in this and there's times where like I was in it like get, have given it my all and I you know ended up being a full-time entrepreneur at one point and then I realized like how much it costs to sustain <laughs> your life. a lot of work adulting how expensive adulting was like and yeah working now I'm working a nine to five and running my business full-time as well so uh, I think this this grind is definitely worth it though like it's it's, it's been worth it and uh, every you know all the time that I'm investing into my my day job and the time that I'm investing into just being financially stable is, you know, I'm putting those investments right back into my business so that in the long run, I can reach that goal of full-time full -time entrepreneurship. You got this. I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, no, like mad respect that, you know, you, um, that, you were doing that for a while, but then like, you know, shifted um, like into, you know, doing another career for a little bit. And that, that does take a lot of like entrepreneur, entrepreneurial spirit. Um, 
I imagine you have some pretty long days sometimes. Every day is a long day. Every day, for sure. I was just telling someone about just my everyday schedule. I wake up early. I try to do some self-care. Um, but as soon as I wake up, I'm like, okay, what business things do I need to take care of before work? And then I, you know, do my my um, day job work in within the, the middle of the day and just kind of getting those things up done during the day. As soon as I'm done with work tasks, I'm jumping right into business and like packaging orders, dropping off orders, you know, organizing pickups um, and just really trying to create the best customer experience for those who, you know, engage with my brand. And um, it's exhausting. It's definitely exhausting, but it's the good exhaustion. I absolutely love it. I wouldn't trade it for the world. It's been very rewarding. Um, it's a lot of the time where I go months and months just work, 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 grind. And I'll receive a text message from someone or I'll receive a, a inbox from a stranger. And they're like, I wore your, your sweater today at the grocery store and someone, you know, affirmed what it said. Um, but they were wearing the naturally beautiful sweatshirt and they were like, someone told me I was naturally beautiful and that really warmed my heart because I wore it. I wore this sweatshirt because I believe it and hearing someone else say it, uh, hearing someone else say it out loud, like really confirmed that for me. And, and they just tell me how good they feel when they connect with my brand or they thank me for a post that I made, you know, or, you know, uh, affirmation that I, I, I wrote on social media. And those are the moments that keep me going, no matter how hard I'm working. I'm like, it's, it's all, it's all happening for a reason. It's all coming together perfectly. Totally. Yeah, that's great. That's like the best work ethic to have as, as a creative. Um, and it's, it is, it like, it kind of like returns the exact, uh, like gratification that you're doing for your customers being that affirmation and self-love is like a big part of like, you know, your brand like it's like the the customer receives that from wearing it and feeling great inside of it but then you get it returned when someone tells you that and it's like you know your your mission like completely succeeded for this person so i bet that's like a really like gratifying feeling for sure absolutely i love when it comes full circle yeah um are you uh are you a coffee drinker really <laughs> really coffee and I've always told myself the moment I actually start to enjoy coffee or like drink it consistently um I've become a real adult like for real adult but for now I've tried it like twice in my life and I am not a fan like I in the the times I have tried it it's been like a frappuccino yeah. <laughs> right <laughs> yeah yeah once you start you don't stop really <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. Um, so obviously naturally being natural E, you know, like it's wordplay, but I guess like how did you land on the title of the brand? For sure. So it really derived from the, so when I talked about my insecurities before around my hair, it was more so the challenge with wearing my natural hair curly and out um, and like not feeling like that was beautiful. And so that's where naturally beautiful came from because um, a lot of like natural hair, um, you know, brands were coming out during that time on like YouTube and stuff like that. A lot of natural hair gurus on YouTube and I was inspired by that. So that's where natural came from. And then everybody calls me E. So instead of naturally, I, you know, 
did the wordplay with E. And then beautiful is just like, you're naturally beautiful just the way you are. Like you don't have to change anything, just like be you, exist as you, and that's, and that's beautiful. And then I, you know, incorporated the naturally handsome and uh, the naturally kids collection and just like realizing that my message was valuable to everyone, like literally everyone who engages with the brand. Oh yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's, that really shows that like your brand can be for anybody, definitely. Do you remember like, do you remember the first shirt you ever made? Yes, I do. Um, oh, I thought it was behind me. It's in my office. I have, um, I found recently the first two shirts I ever made. Um, and they are totally different in style and quality. Um, one of them is just the logo tee with the my original logo and just as natural. And then at the time it was natural. And then I had the, the letter E in quotations and then the word beautiful. And then I have my website on the t-shirt because at the time I just wanted to like promote, promote, promote and get the word out there about my brand. And then um, the second shirt that I made I don't know if you remember back in the day that not, not that far back in the day, but I was in high school and there was a song. Um, I think it was just called Tuesday, but it was a song that said club going up. Oh, oh yeah. By I love McConan. That, that <laughs> yeah. And I was inspired by that. And I uh, created a shirt that said puff going up on a Tuesday, which is like a big Afro puff, like, um, um, there was the puff going up on a school day shirt and the puff going up on a work day shirt for the adults and then the school day for the, for the young people and so those shirts like um sold really really well um and I still have those I found a couple of them um doing some packing a few months ago we love a pop culture reference <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I guess so it's been like six years and you you mentioned earlier you had a storefront um, I'd love to hear a little bit about that experience. It was amazing. And so that storefront opportunity was a pop-up shop through Pop-Up Milwaukee. And I applied, had no idea I was going to get it. I was just like, I'm just going to do this and see, you know, how it maps out. And I, at the time, I had um, been working with one of my friends named Kyle. And he was very well-versed in just the business world. And he was telling me all the logistics stuff I had never thought about being, you know, four plus years in the business at the time. And he was just like really just kind of showing me all the different things that I can do with my business. And like from the ground up, we were building the tables, the backdrops, everything, um, you know, the, the pieces for the window and like so many different things that we, you know, built and worked hard to put together with some amazing community folks and friends um, to, to kind of build the concept, the concept idea for the store was like really, really awesome. And the idea of Pop-Up Milwaukee is that you have 30 days within the storefront. Um, and we were responsible for, you know, providing the, um, all of the items that you sell, like you are, you know, responsible for having those things available when people come to shop. And it was really awesome at the time, because at that time, you didn't have to pay to be a part of Pop-Up Milwaukee. It was just like, um, and it was an amazing opportunity where they're saying like, I, I'm giving you 30 days. What can you do with your brand and your business in this, in this space? And um, especially because the space I was um, on third and North when the Brownsville collective is now, and that used to, oh, be, yeah. it used to be a footlocker right there. Um, and the space is huge. And they have that big room in the back where they used to store the shoes and so much space. And I was partnered with another brand um, and she had like a paint and sip kind of, um, um, business and 
those things are totally separate, but we were able to create a space where, you know, it was a good energy on both sides with the retail and the painting going on on the other side. And, you know, if someone came to paint, they saw the clothes, if someone came to get clothes, they saw the paint and it was like, it just worked very well. And, um, what I said all that to say, that experience was like life-changing. Uh, for 30 days, especially me being an introvert, and I don't know if you're able to tell <laughs> just from, um, I'm usually very soft-spoken and, and laid back uh, as an introvert. And I don't, I used to embrace that as a negative thing, like I'm so quiet, but like I embrace my introversion now and just like, um, I think it's dope. And at the time I was doing this 30 day pop-up shop and most people, you know, they set their hours. Um, there were other locations around Milwaukee and like some on the South side, other things like that. And everybody had a chance to create their own hours. And for me, I was like, I wanna maximize this opportunity. So I'm gonna be open every day from, I think I did 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. Um, every single day. And um, it's not like I don't have a team. So me and my aunt literally were there every day, day in and day out. And I was like extremely exhausted by the end of those 30 days um, because I, me wanting to maximize that time. I had a new sale or community event going on every day in the store. And then I had like a final closing event where I did an open mic and had people come perform. And, you know, I had my brother cook some food um, and, and just, had other entrepreneurs to come and network it was phenomenal and that experience changed my life because it really showed me like this is what's possible when you you know really have the time the space and opportunity um to really build on your ideas and i had so much so much amazing support from so many amazing people and i think for me and then following that i was in i had a chance to do uh, I did a pop-up at Mayfair Mall just like a one uh, a weekend pop-up and then I following that I got the opportunity to actually be in a store in Mayfair Mall and that that wouldn't have happened if I didn't have the experience being in the store you know in the Bronzeville neighborhood and I think for me I'm always trying to see okay and a new year comes around what how can I go bigger and better than I've already done you know how can I expand even more how can I impact even more people <clears throat> yeah um wow that's that's awesome <laughs> that whole journey sounds very empowering um definitely a big shout out to the brownsville collective for sure Amazing. um yeah they're great <clears throat> um i'd love to hear a little bit more about like some of the items that you have and like you know the what you uh, just love so to hear about um like kind of how like you incorporated the like sort of the 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 mission like the the things that you know you're passionate about being like self-love and affirmation you know um embracing like you know your yourself in your own skin like into the into the designs um and, and a lot of my designs and ideas are inspired by you know streetwear or things that I see and I try to um, include like the latest fashion in my my designs um, I'm no like nowhere near like an actual fashion designer like that's not my thing um, I would love to one day hire like a, a, a professional fashion designer on the team but right now I kind of just go based on like what I see and um, even the, the one the shirt that you're referring to I actually got help with that from another local local entrepreneur 
um, who had made shirts like that and was and he thought it would be really dope for me to create um, some with my design on it. And so we kind of went to the, the print studio, tried it out, and it was amazing. And to this day, I can't keep those on the shelf. Like, I just stopped making them because it's overwhelming to keep up with them and then the bleach and the mess and all of that stuff. So uh-huh. I, um, those sell out really, really fast. People love those just because the unique design. Um, and then any other designs that I come up with, like more so less the design and more the item of clothing um, is a response to like the latest fashion. So I try to have the crew necks available around like the springtime. It's still kind of chilly outside and like the hoodies are a big thing in the winter once we transition to that season and the, the jogger sets with the jogging pants and hoodies, like those are, the, those are big um, in the colder seasons with any brand, but um, and then also like the tank tops are huge during the summer. Oh yeah. And those are things that I try to like bring out in the hats and the visors and things like that during that summertime where people are just like wanting to wear those staple accessories or staple pieces. Totally. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Um, vulnerability moment here. So I, so you mentioned that like, you know, a lot of your like drive and, you know, inspiration behind like doing this has been like, you know, stemming from your personal insecurities. And, you know, I relate to your mission so much. And that's why, like, I was really like excited to um, purchase a shirt from you. This, Even though like we hadn't even like formally met at that point yet, like I just had been seeing your brand and, uh, you know, self-love is very complicated. And it can be very layered, you know, and it can be constant, like, back and forth. And, I mean, I was, like, I I was bullied when I was little based on just because I had blonde hair, (laughs) you know. And, like, eventually I would turn red and people would make fun of me for being ginger, you know. Like, I always felt so, like, ugly or hideous, like, when I was around certain people that weren't being made fun of Mm -hmm. um and then but it's like you grow up and uh, you're taught to like you know love yourself and taught to and you know you're kind of like reclaiming your image your your you know your aesthetic autonomy um and learning that there's nothing you have to change you know like you're just fine the way you are no matter what size you are matter like what um you know no matter what your skin looks like um you know beauty standards are just so socially constructed and uh, to think like how much bullying has been like a byproduct of beauty standards you know like I, I just, I love that, you know, there's brands out here such as yours that really hijack that whole concept and say, fuck all of that. There are so many reasons that each and every one of us have to, like, be proud of the way we look um, and that, you know, we don't need to conform to anything else, no matter what, you know, imagery in the media tells us to so i'm i know this you're interviewing me but i'm intrigued by your your story what are some of the things you've discovered about yourself that you that you love like over time something that you struggle with when you were younger like 
what are what are those things for you now that you embrace? Sure. Um, well, big thing I think was is my hair, like my hair color. Um, like I said, I mean, I I used to be super super blonde, and I don't know if like the lighter hair color made me like seem more um, vulnerable or more like susceptible to like being sensitive or something. I don't know what it is, but that was like the biggest one, honestly. And like, um, and I'm also like, I'm, I mean, I've always been a very emotional person, you know, like I just very, very sensitive. My feelings get hurt very easily. And, you know, a, a lot of that kind of feel that those senses of toxic masculinity like make you make a guy like me to like feel like I need to hide that those sides of me and hide like those emotions that you know I feel those urges to express you know that was another big part of it too um I also another big one actually this is also kind of an off offshoot from um toxic masculinity is the fact that I'm very unathletic. <laughs> I never played sports really growing up. Like that was ever a thing for me. Um, so, I mean, it was a lot of lifestyle stuff, but lifestyle stuff also as it relates to appearance, you know, I wasn't, I was super like scrawny, like very, very skinny. Like um, I just didn't have a good self. Like I, I, didn't feel good about my body. You know, some sometimes, you know, those feelings can still linger where you're like, oh, like, what if I looked this way? Whether I look, you know, more muscular or more chubby or more skinny or, you know, like, I'm always going to be the same person. Like, I'm always the same guy. And nothing changes anything. Like, that. that's never like my personality has never changed, you know, like the same things I'm, I'm insecure about or were insecure about, like they don't really change when you like work to change the way you look yeah. like, cause you just keep setting different standards for yourself. Yeah. And that's why like that kind of, I think taught like kind of the, there's a reclamation that, that I think you is important where like that, that, that is done through self-love mm -hmm. um, that, you know, I think I had to learn, I, I think gradually, like I became a lot more just comfortable with the way I look and that I don't need to change anything about, you know, my personality or my appearance. Did that answer your question? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You made some really, really good points, especially around like, when we try to adjust our appearance and what we look like that your personality doesn't go along with that like you you're still the same person um once you change those things so like what are you really trying to change like is it something that society's telling you you need to change or um is it something that you gen genuinely want to you know shift just for your own personal growth just like really asking ourselves those questions so you, yeah that's true yeah, absolutely. Like, 
yeah. And I think those are, it's really worth it for everybody to really look inwardly about that. Like, what do you change? Like, if you feel like you need a change, like, what do you, are you doing it for yourself? Cause like, you just, you know, want to, you know, uh, have a different look or feel, or are you doing it because there's outside sources telling you you have, um, how do you feel like you've evolved and grown as, as a business owner, as a creative, as an entrepreneur, like, what are some of the, you know, biggest, like, uh, like growth, what's some of like, I, some of the growth you've had as all of those things and how you hope to apply it uh, moving forward as, you know, refresh into this new year. Like, yeah, I guess just kind of a where you're at sort of question. For sure. Good question. And I think the biggest growth point for me thus far and the biggest lesson that I've learned um, that has impacted me in this moment, impacted me um, as far as how I set my goals for the future has been the realization that the, the realization and, and me understanding that these hard times, these difficult days are, are the pain that needs to happen and for in order for us to mold into that that person we're trying to be that goal we're trying to reach like everything that we're trying to get to can only happen once we learn throughout those difficult times and knowing that like life is never just going to be an upward battle like you're going to have you're going to trip and fall you're going to you know take a pause take a breather and you know drink some water while you're going up that mountain but um when I realized that which I feel like I knew it all along but I had a a real life you know experience that literally showed me that and helped me understand that life is literally never going to be all good or all bad when it's bad you got to know it's going to get good and when it's good you got to know a bad day is coming um, whether you want it to or not and how you respond to that bad day is going to determine the quality of your life and that's the message I've been telling myself. Um, and as I've embraced that mindset, I've, I've like really truly understood that like, no matter what happens to me tomorrow, like no matter what happens to me in the next few months or a year, uh, it, next couple of years, I have to be ready for those difficult days and those challenges. Um, I have to embrace them and enjoy them and, and just kind of write, write them down as grow, growing points. Um, and then when those good days are happening, like embrace them while they're here because they're not going to last forever. And not even to say that from a pessimistic mindset, but from an optimistic lens, like bad days are inevitable. So how, like, how are we going to handle it? Like, what are we going to do? Um, and so that's for me personally and professionally. Um, recognizing that for both sides of my life has been important because when I'm chat, when I'm really like approached with a challenge in my personal life that affects how I do business and when I'm struggling in business that affects my personal and mental health so um, recognizing how connected for me personally my brand is heavily connected to my personal life my brand is me like <laughs> my brand is my life and it's um intertwined so heavily and I love it that way because I'm able to be authentic in my brand authentic in myself because I remember I'm always reminded like if I'm not being real with myself I'm not being real with my audience and my customers um 
and when I'm not being real in my brand, I'm not being authentic to myself. So uh, yeah. I love the, the the cycle I've been able to create with just holding myself accountable through my brand and through my my customers that I engage with. I love that. And I'm so glad, like, I, I love what you just said. Like, another thing I relate to heavily, like, where you feel like your brand is is essentially you, like, in material form, you know, like, where it's like, you, your brand's success is, like, contingent on, like, what's going on with you and how good you feel about where you're at with things and yeah I feel that the same way like if I feel like shit if I'm going through some shit I can't do this Mm -hmm. um or I at least need to like figure some shit out before I you know am ready to and um you know that phrase this too shall pass like that that does apply to good things too which ties into what you were just saying as well like about how you know even though like the bad things don't last forever like you know they are inevitable like you said and you know being prepared for that and and resilient you know I think that you know the pandemic and quarantine and just all the chaos of this past year like has uh at least I hope um has uh really like um uh established resilience in a lot of people um as we're faced with adversity and uncertainty um we're gonna have a lot of bad days as creatives but the good days we have what make our remind us why we started doing it in the first place definitely i agree with that wholeheartedly and that's been that's it. that reality is what's gotten me through this this far. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, my last question is um, so uh, I'd love to hear a little bit about your like your latest items that uh, sure. you have to sell. Um, this is exciting because I'm going to share some some exciting new stuff that I haven't shared with anyone. Oh yeah, let's hear. I probably release it tomorrow. Um, I was going to do it tonight, but I want to perfect it, but. Um, so obviously, like I mentioned before, I have the, the naturally beautiful collection, naturally handsome, naturally kids collection. And then following that, I dropped the love yourself collection. Um, and, and that one just like was a more specific affirmation to just loving yourself and making that plain and clear on the clothing. And then recently I dropped the authentic collection. Um, and that was just more so about like within loving yourself, within knowing that you're naturally beautiful, handsome or however you refer to yourself, just knowing you're naturally amazing. Um, how, how do you show up authentically? Like, how do you embrace those things? Like, embrace the, like, embracing who you are, like we were talking about earlier. Like, all of who you are is exactly who you need to be. You don't have to prove yourself to anybody. You don't have to be someone you're not. Like, how can you show up authentically every single day? Um, I just printed some so I can show you. Um, one of the authentic pieces. I have three different designs right now, or I guess four, because I dropped one for Black History Month. Uh, this is one of the authentic um, pieces. Cool. And this, I really, I really like this. Um, the cut of this hoodie is, it's like mid weight, not too heavy, not too light, and then it has this really nice detailing of the two, um, the two colors on the strings, the hoodie strings. So I think that's 
pretty cool. Um, and so with the authentic collection, the idea behind that is just like, how do we show up as our true selves? And it's also a reflection of me because I was struggling with what designs I wanted to come out with. And I almost didn't release them because I felt like people wouldn't like them. And then I was like, that's not being very authentic of myself to, you know, hold back on my ideas. And as long as I like it, as long as I love it, um, and people support me, they're going to support it. Like the people who believe in my message are going to support it and people responded to it very well. So um, that that authentic collection is very personal to my own creativity and getting back into my creative spirit. Um, and then my next collection is the, um, I'm getting I'm getting my collections mixed up because I'm dropping two, two things very soon. So I am going to drop um, a new design for Valentine's Day. Um, and it's going to be, it's still going to be the love yourself, um, but I have some new colors that I'm going to drop um, in the jogger sets. And people have been waiting on that for a while. So I'm excited to probably announce that tomorrow. And then I am dropping something called the Fantasy Collection, which is really focused on creatives and really giving them like reframing that word fantasy a lot of there's a negative connotation that like you're living in a fantasy world that's not gonna happen that's not gonna you know that's not that's not real literally fantasy is not real so um but like creating our own fantasies and believing them to be real and they all uh, they often say well entrepreneurship like you gotta sound insane for you gotta believe in the most insane things about your brand and your business in order for it to be like real true entrepreneurship. You gotta say the most outrageous things like I'm gonna be a millionaire tomorrow for those things that actually happen if that's what you wanna manifest for yourself. So um, with the fantasy collection is gonna be some dope colors um, that represent kind of that, that word for me. And then I'm gonna have embroidered on there, uh, live creatively. So um, hopefully I have that released before this comes out because um, uh, I hope, I don't plan to make any changes to it, but I'm really excited about um, launching those, those designs, um, just kind of supporting creatives and staying creative. Cause I know we lose, we lose that, that, excitement especially during times like living through a pandemic so um just encouraging creatives to keep living creatively and then for the for valentine's day um i'm excited to drop those new colors and um see how people respond to them that's cool that's awesome i i'm really excited to see them uh you're right like there's a level of fantasy that we have to cling on to at all times mm -hmm. You know, like, yes, there are some hopes and dreams that might be a little bit idealistic, but there's nothing wrong with that because, you know, it inspires us to, like, you know, think about something bigger, you know, like, think about, like, what, what, like, capacity do we have um, to just make a large scale impact? Um, and so in that sense, I would identify very strongly with your version of fantasy. I think that's the best kind of fantasy. Um, awesome. Well, E, it was so great to talk to you. I, uh, I uh, really like your vision. And, uh, you know, you re you've really woven your values, like, literally and figuratively into your craft with, you know, your designs and with your 
apparel and you know just really like you know what what you've like really like um absorbed like on your own in terms of like your journey for self-love and like how you can like give that back to others like that need the same thing um you know we need more of that um it's great that you know like the conversations have been changing around self-love and beauty and stuff like that but um i think uh, you're doing something really great um out here in this community and it'll go beyond the, the community because when you have when you're a clothes when you're making clothes people can wear that shit anyway <laughs> you know so sure yeah I appreciate you having me. This is really, really awesome. And I think you have a dope platform here. Just keep, you know, being yourself and embracing who you are and sharing your story with, with the world um, and just giving creatives a platform. That's that's so dope. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. So on our way out here, um, I ask everyone the same few questions. Um, e, what keeps you up at night? My business. I get an idea in the middle of the night and I have to design it. Like I have to create it. I have to add it to my website. I have to put it in my drafts. Literally, yeah. And, and my, my dreams and my passions, they keep me up. Sometimes I lay in the bed and look up at the ceiling like, what's next for money? Yeah. What puts you to sleep? Reading. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Reading or... Um, exhaustion for sure just like exhausting exhaustion from being up all the time um emails put me to sleep yeah oh yeah i i hate emails <laughs> but yeah good stuff all around though um you're working towards something and it's great if that something tires you out because you know shows that you're putting in real passion so Thank you again for being on the show. Absolutely, thank you. For everyone watching, uh, go pick up some natural e uh, apparel. Uh, I'll be tagging um, Facebook uh, page, uh, website, uh, so you can check it out and uh, see for yourself um, what you can find that resonates uh, with your own idea of self-love and affirmation. Um, Thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. And we'll see you next time. Cheers. Yeah.